It's 6 o'clock time, the podcast that brings you sports content and inspiring stories to your ears. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Kunal, and I'm joined by my co-host, William. What's up, guys? Wow. Good to be back. Yeah, I know, man. It's been a while. Holy. It's been like a couple months. This is our first one in 2021 now. Yeah, facts. Our last one was in uh, December, so... A lot has changed, I'm guessing. What have you been up to? Yeah, not much, man. I've just finished up school now. Uh, been watching a lot of soccer, you know, Champions League's going on. All the individual European leagues are finishing up now. So, and playing a lot of FIFA and 2K. Not much. I hear else. you're getting real competitive in that now. FIFA? Yeah. Bro, FIFA is addicting itself. Like, not even Ultimate Team, just like my career. It's so addicting. It's so frustrating, too, man, because like, I get I rage a lot whenever like my players don't do what I want them to, and like when I'm losing, it just escalates and it's just bad, man. The amount of times I wanted to like throw my controller into the TV was like I, I had like I threw my phone like multiple times just because I couldn't throw my controller because I didn't have another one, so I couldn't afford to break it. I can't I can't lie, but I have to admit that like that's happened to me once. Like I uh, back way, maybe four years ago, I think I was playing 2K and. It was a buzzer beater that I lost to, and it was a bet, and I uh, low-key might have thrown the control to throw his TV. Low-key. <laughs> low-key, and yeah, and then I kind of left the city and, uh, yeah, went to Toronto. <laughs> wow, you just, you just, like, broke this guy's TV and ditched, huh? It was it was cool. Like, he was fine with it. Like, I was like, I'll just buy you a new TV if I have to, but I guess just time passed and he forgot, and we just each win our separate ways. Yeah, no, like luckily I have my bed. Like my like my setup is like right next to my bed, so I don't actually throw my phone into the wall or whatever. I just throw it on my bed and I slam it. Most of the time it bounces and then like lands on the ground, but still, and I have a phone it's a good case, way right? to get rid of my anger. You have a good phone case on your phone. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a good case too. It's whatever. So yeah. I think uh, we have a few things that will be going over today, right? Yeah. Um, so what do you want to start off with? Well, so a lot of stuff that we've uh, kind of missed. Our last our last episode was, was us talking about, we had a bet of the certain awards. Bro. We got a lot of choices, right? No, I swear we got none, nothing right. <laughs> I mean, a majority of our picks were like, in, like for, I think I picked Anthony Davis for MVP and you pick Luca and like both of them didn't pan out. And then like a majority of the players we picked just ended up getting injured or just, they just never panned out. The only one that we both agreed on was the fact that LaMelo is going to win rookie of the year. Yeah. But I don't even know that's, that's a long shot. I think low key. No, he's still going to win it, bro. You don't nah, think he's going to win it? No, nah, I don't think so. I think, nah, have you count. seen Anthony Everett? Anthony Edwards recently no but like the impact that LaMelo has on Anthony Edwards bro like the Timberwolves aren't even in the like playing tournament bro they're like 14 like the the Hornets are like if there was no playing tournament they're in the eighth seat so they'd already be in the playoffs yeah so and also I feel like even though LaMelo got injured nobody pulled ahead during his during his timeout nobody actually was like holy like the standings pretty much stayed the same all the standings stay the same. Nobody, like, no rookie was, like, really came out and being, like, that impressive. Like, Anthony Halliburton, Edwards, like... Halliburton from Sacramento. Yeah, but, like, when, when like, Lamelo is just on the court, like, it's just different, man. He's just built different. Oh, yeah, okay. We bring in TikTok <laughs> expressions in here now. <laughs> Yay. I mean, it's just, it's an, it's an expression that's, like, 
been popularized um, everywhere now. Yeah, everyone just says it. Bro, like everyone expected him to be like out because you know, like the whole history of their whole family being injury, injury prone, and stuff like that. So like, that's like a common occurrence. And uh, since he like came back from his fractured wrist, uh, everyone was surprised. And uh, yeah, he actually bro. did well his first game. Yeah, he was bro. That that I know you saw that. I know you saw that. Uh, underhand full, the full 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 core underhand scoop, bro. Like I've never seen somebody yeah. do that shit. I don't even think LeBron or like some of the best passers could do that shit. Bro, I swear he's in like every game he's been in, he has like a highlight. Oh yeah, like, for sure of like the week. I mean, I, I it doesn't. It also doesn't help the fact that uh, Bleacher Report and House of Highlights are literally on him. Like yeah, that's true. Like that was like. That started when he was way back in time, though. Like when he was in college, like not even college, like when he was back in high school, like Chino, they were like watching him like a hawk. Yeah. Nah, but take this in though the fact that this guy has become more relevant than Zion when he came. Because when Zion came into the league, right, everybody was hyped. Everybody was like, oh, like his first year, it was going to be like, if you were going on Instagram, if you go on like Twitter or anything, it was just going to be highlights on highlights about Zion, right? But he got injured. And then I think now he kind of just like not faded, but like he's just like more in like the back of people's heads. So Lamelo just came on like game after game, like ever since his debut, he's been doing something like spectacular. So, yeah. but there's one thing that we got right though. The the one point that you brought up last, I think last two, last episode or the one before that, it was like how he elevated Lonzo's performance. Yeah, cause like yeah, 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 like you can tell Lonzo just playing better now. It's literally it's like that brother rivalry that's just like they're both playing so well. Yeah, like, like Lonzo's forms all corrected now. Like yeah, like Lonzo is like insane. He's shooting like forty percent, I think. Like bro, he's like I, honestly, I want to see him traded, or I want him seen. I want to see him. Where on a better would he even team. go? If he went to the Knicks, bro. Oh my God! Like the Knicks is like. Like they need him. They don't need him, but like it would be so much better. Heavily, they need a point guard though. No, but they need a proper like they need a point guard. They're in search of a a good point guard. Plus, New York, it's a big city, like a lot of spotlight. Like I feel like New York would be a really good place for them with Julius Randle too. Like it'll be good. It'll be like Julius Randle is pretty much the Zion, but just on athletic version. In New York. Yeah, on an athletic version. Yeah, yeah, they're both big, with the jump both, shot. Yeah, but yeah, Randall has a jump shot. Yeah, bro, he came out of nowhere. Like, we need to talk about how the fact that like the Knicks are like in the playoff race right now. I know they're fourth in the East, bro. It's actually crazy. Yeah, props to Thibodeau. Like coaching, big mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, for sure. But also, like, I feel like since they didn't have that much pressure on them either, like nobody really. Ex- I feel like when you don't have expectation. For your team, that's when people will do the best. Like under expectation, people will cr- crumble. Like Julius Randle originally was in LA, right? Like big lights, you know, yeah. big spotlight. When you're on, when you're a Laker, you know, you're expected to win. But when you go to the Knicks, and like the Knicks have been like a pretty crap franchise for a while now, so nobody really expected them to like do something, right? But the fact that now they actually are, it's like there's if you watch them play, they're just playing out there to have fun. They're just playing out there to like they're playing out there to win, and now they all have like confidence too. They're all super young, and that's like the thing. But based on pressure, I think that being in New York itself is like pressure already. So like for them to like show out, like RJ Barrett, he's doing good. Julius Randle from LA, like from one big franchise to another, and still doing well. Like the rookies quickly 
Uh, I don't know anyone else. Like Mitchell Robinson's on that team. Like they're genuinely pretty young. So and then plus the coach, like you know Thibodeau is already good with like guards because he what he turned Derrick Rose into when he was coaching him in Chicago, right? And Jimmy Butler too. He had Jimmy yeah. Butler too originally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like honestly, like Thibodeau likes certain players. Like when Thibodeau went to Timberwolves after Chicago, I'm pretty sure he pretty much just brought over the whole Chicago, the main Chicago squad. Like he got Jimmy Butler and he got Todd Gibson too. And I think he got another player too. I don't remember. And then he went to New York. Now he's in New York and he got Derrick Rose again. Like Derrick Rose has been following him where he goes. Yeah, I think. And he's... also, I think it's because Derrick like. Like Rose likes to play with him, you know. Yeah. He likes them. Derrick Rose is like the chemistry and like the coaching of yeah, yeah. So with them, they're safe from the playing tournament. They won't be in the play playing tournament, but certain teams. Uh, right now, what are the standings look like? If you know. Uh, okay, so right now on the so basically the playing tournament for whoever doesn't know it's, um, for each conference the teams that are from seventh to tenth place. At the end of the season, going to a playing tournament, the seventh seed plays the eighth seed, and the ninth seed plays the tenth seed. Whoever wins out of those two games, it's a one game best of like one. Whoever wins, those become the new seventh and eighth it's one seed. game. That's what you said, right? Didn't yeah, you say I know, but game? I mean, like, yeah, but still, like, I like even though I said that, I was like, I kind of like like we talked about right, just on the side, it was like how one game doesn't really show who's the better team. Yeah, man, like one game, because so many things could go wrong. In one game, you never know, because like say a key player were to get injured before the game, that one game isn't really fair, right? It should be at least the best of three, I think, or if like best of five. Plus, if the NBA wants money, it'd be, if they really want money, a best of series, like a proper tournament of like a best of series would be the best way to do it. But also then, I see why also they wouldn't do it, because of the situation right now yeah and also think about it you have two teams that play a best of three before mm. playoffs even start then they have to yeah. go right into a playoff series so if they want to make a playoff run they have to play like one two three like four series just to get to the championship so they have uh they're 67 games in now right out of 72 games yeah okay yeah so it's nearing the end of the season pretty sure Certain, what if, like, for example, of the stand based on the standings now, who are the seven, eighth, ninth, and tenth seats? Like, what would be the play in tournament if we, if the league, if like the play in tournament started today? All right, so I know you're not gonna like this. So, for the Eastern Conference, your Celtics are the seventh seed, okay? Uh, Hornets are the eighth seed. So, Celtics versus Hornets, honestly, I think the Hornets could actually beat the Celtics. So, you should kind of be scared uh... for like one game, bro. There's one game but no no one game yeah possibly but i feel like based on the experience level of the whole team comparatively and if kemba walker is to his like full potential and like what they bro kemba walker has for, been or like got him for he needs to avenge like against his old team come on now like he's playing against his old team like what do you expect he's not gonna like just lose that's bro kemba kemba has not been the same since the bubble last year i think he got injured and still and he's been fighting the injury or before the bubble back. i think he's getting back to it getting back into it now we'll see we'll see i mean bro if like okay right now like if either team just gets into a shooting slump or anything like that's what i'm saying like in one game you could be in a shooting slump and you could just lose the game you could go like three for 23 from three and just lose the game Tatum could loki drop 60 points again that could happen honestly but yeah I mean, like, it's not like it's not like it's the like Brooklyn Nets versus the Hornets, right? Where it's like, all right, there's no way though, like the the Nets should lose this. There's like literally a fifty fifty chance. They like, low key still like, might. 
right now, or 60, if they face each other, if they face each other, they low key might. It depends, but that's what I'm saying. The one game thing is so stupid. Anyways, um, that's kind of what gets fans really hyped about the season, right? So you don't really know who's gonna come out on top. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and then the other side, you have the Wizards and I mean the ninth and the tenth seed. It's the Wizards mm-hmm. and the Pacers. So again, anyone could win that. The Wizards have been cooking right now. Um, Russ. but honestly, I don't trust Westbrook in like clutch game situations, bro. He makes dumb choices. True. Yeah. But recently, recently he's been good. Like he knows, like he's learned recently that like if he just shoots a crap ton of shots, he's gonna like lose his team the game. He's more like he'll score when it's like available for him he's not going to force his shots anymore that's what i like about his game now like fast break yeah yeah like he'll get like easy fast break scores or like he'll drive and if there's like an easy layup he'll take it right but he's not going to like throw up a bunch of threes because he's not a great three-point shooter he's not going to shoot a bunch of mid-range shots he like takes his time he doesn't force shots up he'll take them when they're there but he almost he's mostly looking to assist the ball these days which is good because you have bradley beal who could like who's like the, one of the best scorers in the game right now. He could literally win the scoring title. It's between him and Steph. Yeah, true, true, yeah. Um, but yeah, out, out of the Wizards and the Pacers, I'd probably take the Wizards the right East, now. They're like, yeah, the East has been pretty lame and boring. Yeah, but play, when playoffs starts, I think it'll be good, bro. Like honestly, people are saying that Nets are just a shoe in to win, but like I don't know, man. They have a lot of injuries. They haven't, bro. I think James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie have only played seven games together the entire season on the court yeah they i don't know i think the nets aren't even real like a real basketball team like they i think kevin like kevin durant james harden like Kyrie, all have like a side gig or some sort like you know like Kyrie doesn't show up to practice james harden goes to strip clubs like so on goes parties durant's always injured so just each of them have their own agenda for some reason. So I don't know. Bro, if I don't. Like, I, I don't blame really James, man. James Harden comes. James Harden comes. He'll drop fifty on you, and then he head to the strip club, bro. I'm fine with it, bro. If he's gonna give you performances like that, doesn't matter. And then give Corona to like KD and. Don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That won't happen. James has been safe, you know. Don't worry about that. It'll be okay. Yeah, of course. We've seen videos of him. He's definitely safe. <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll be fine. But yo, like the fact that like the Bucks beat the nets twice already like yo like the playoffs this year like i I was saying this to like other people too like everyone's saying like the nets are issuing honestly the box could take out the nets even the sixers and the heat could take out the nets there's so many teams that could beat the nets a lot of people are saying like it's like they're gonna win for sure right but like i really doubt it they don't have an easy road to the championship as they think the thing is the bucks don't even like they haven't yet proved to us that like they can even win in the playoffs that's why that's why it's important because right now like this is their chance man like honestly like this is such an important year for Giannis, man he's got to prove that he's not just a regular season guy and then fall off when it comes to playoff time he he needs to win he needs to get to the championship this year and i think he could if he like if it's against the nets and they go to seven games and the nets win honestly i won't even be mad at that because you know like he put he like he pushed that team to the limit he can't just like like, go out that's only if the big three in like Brooklyn are all there yeah. because like if if Kyrie's injured, James Harden's injured, and just like KD and Giannis beats him, I don't think that's as impressive. All three of them were there. Oh, for sure, for sure. But like a lot of people are overhyping those three together, man. They haven't played that many games together, and right now, KD and Kyrie without James 
is looking worse. I like Harden and Durant better together than I like Kyrie and um Durant. I would take Harden and Durant in the playoffs together if like say right now if like if it was Kyrie injured instead of uh, Harden, I'd prefer Harden being like healthy. He's so much more important to that team. He's so much more important. This guy was, he was the assist leader before he got injured. He was averaging like 11 assists or 10 assists per game. Even close to a triple-double before, yeah. Close to a triple-double, literally. And on that team, like we talked about this before too when it happened, like we were like, yo, it's not going to work out. There's no way they're going to work out, right? But James Harden sacrificed, man. This guy was like averaging 30 a game and he was just like, screw it. I want to win a title. I'm just going to... I'm just going to stop doing that. I'm just going to average. I, I, I'm going to score 20 a game, maybe score 40 or 30 whenever you need me to, but I'm going to get double digits assists whenever. But I think that's the reason why James Harden is more valuable than Kyrie. Because that's what I'm he saying. He can that's score why... and distribute. And Kyrie yeah. just scores. Yeah, because Harden runs their offense, man. Like, and it's really like it's like it shows right now that like Harden gets them to where they need to be. And like he's just like, it just comes naturally to him passing the ball. He's not, yeah, it's not like he's doing it for the numbers. He's doing it because he's making, he makes the right basketball play. He's not always looking to score because he knows yeah. he doesn't need to anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How's the, what about the West? How's the West side looking? All right. The West side, man. Oh my God. All right. So Lakers in seventh, Warriors in eighth. Grizzlies at ninth, and then Spurs in 10. Honestly, I don't care about 9 or 10 because I don't think the Grizzlies or the Spurs are going to make a deep playoff run. But Lakers-Warriors, man, right now that playing tournament, oh my God, Ooh, that's, that's looking nice. Yeah. That's looking that's looking nice. But it all depends on how healthy LeBron's going to be, man. Right now and the AD. Lakers is AD? and AD. Yeah, is AD healthy right now? He had back spasms the other day. And that was the reason why he left. He like he twisted his ankle, and then they took him away. And then it wasn't the ankle that was his problem. His back tightened up, so then he had to leave. Bro, take this in. A lot of people are forgetting this. LeBron was in the lead for the MVP before he got injured. And the fact that he got injured and he left is just proof that the Lakers need him. Bro, he was running away with the MVP, and then AD got injured, and he lost a couple games in a row. And that made it kind of close between him and Joel. But he probably would have been able to pull it out, man. He probably would have been able to get the MVP. Let's uh, take a five-minute break here. One eternity later. Okay, we are back. Let's uh, continue. Let's talk about the play-in tournament. Basically, the Lakers, you know, they've been struggling the entire season without LeBron. And Anthony Davis, right now, they dropped to the seventh seed. Um, They're playing against the Warriors right now. And the Warriors, I mean, they're hot and cold, bro. Like, you have Steph drop 40, 50 one night or, like, a couple games in a row. And then he'll just, like, drop 20 and they'll lose or something like that. Like, whenever Steph pops off, they usually they win. That's that's basically Like, matchup-wise, do you think that the Warriors have a better chance? It depends. It depends. If if like Lakers aren't 100% healthy, there's easily like if LeBron and AD are both playing, but they're both injured, there's definitely a, like the Warriors could definitely just beat them out. Because bro, I told you the Warriors are like hot and cold, right? They're streaky. So if like yeah. Steph comes out in the first quarter, second quarter or whatever, and just goes crazy and drops like 20 something in a quarter and then follows that up, right? I don't think there's a way the Lakers can compete without shooting because the Warriors will just rain threes, right? Because of Steph. Yeah, I think that's why like Steph is more like playoff is a lot more suited for him because like he needs more games to kind of like show up right if it's just like one game you never know if he's going to be on or off so like honestly the the Lakers versus Warriors that would be a good matchup but with five games left honestly if Portland loses their last like their if Portland loses their next like five ah no yeah I don't think that's gonna happen no that's not gonna happen so like the Warriors are probably gonna end up winning I mean 
uh, versing against the Lakers for sure. I, I think, think that's going to be like the biggest play in game that they could possibly have. I think everything else is like really boring. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. Lakers versus if the Lakers lose out on this, they're not they're not going to be able to like defend their title. So yeah. that's but bro, even if the Lakers make it. That playoff run is insane. Like, you have to face off against... All right, so the first... You have to face off against the Suns in the first round, probably. That's going to be tough, yeah. That's going to be tough. Then you, then after that, you probably have to play against the Clippers and the Nuggets, the winner of the... Actually, wait, hold on, wait. Suns versus... Let's say Suns versus... Jazz versus Warriors. Yeah, so it would have to be the Lakers. And then Clippers versus Trailblazers. I think Clippers will probably win that. Nuggets versus Mavericks could go either way. Clippers versus... Uh, we could see another Damian Lillard waving goodbye to the Clippers. Oh, to Paul George to play off yeah. P, Pandemic P. Yeah, yeah. The infamous Pandemic P. Yes, sir. He's ready to make his arrival, you know, in a couple days. We'll see the whole, the huge drop because he's actually going off recently. But I, I mean, cool. yeah, no, I don't, I, I never respect him doing well in the regular season because he's done so many times, but then playoff comes and he just like drops off the map. Like, you'll yeah, have some good his teams. trainer is the reason that he's going to be back on. Nah, team. he just makes excuses, man. That's the one thing I don't like about Paul George. He just makes so many excuses. Like when he lost against Damian Lillard, when he was on like, OKC, okay, he was like, that's a bad shot. I don't know why he'd take it, right? Yeah. He apologized for that now. But back when he said it, it was like, bro, really? Like, come on, like, are you going to be that petty about it? But the thing and is, then, they did a show about it, too. They analyzed the shot. Actually, Damian Lillard, like, his range from that spot is actually higher than, like, anyone in the league. Yeah, this guy is like, yeah, like Lillard's Lillard range is insane, and he's like, and he's very consistent from that range, too. Yeah, so and then like he just makes excuses, man. When he lost against when they blew the lead against the Nuggets, he was blaming Doc Rivers, bro. That was, I think, that was such a snake move, man, for him to blame Doc. Yeah, bro, the, do you know this story? Um, Doc Rivers' daughter and Paul George were dating, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and this guy. And this guy cheated on Doc Rivers' daughter with a stripper, I think, yeah. or something like that. I don't know who the girl was, but he did it. He cheated on her. And then this was before he became his head coach. And then that after... That so awkward in the locker That would have been so awkward, bro. Think about that shit. Bro, if I was Doc Rivers' bro now, like, I'd be so pissed. I would not want this guy on my team. The fact that Doc was able to actually, like, bury the hatchet with him and like mm-hmm. haven't been on his team and actually treat him with respect and also like give him privileges like because these guys were not practicing and stuff too yeah, bro nah him. like bro nah like and hats then Paul up, George like, hats to turn around and to like stab Doc on the back and get him fired two times two times not even the first yeah. time bro he on his daughter the first time <laughs> yeah exactly That's yeah, PG has a even Shaq called him out too like over Twitter being like because after that Damian Lillard shot, he like posted something. He was like, "Oh, that's a bad shot." And then he was like post game interview, and he even said that. And it was like Shaq's just like, "Stop making excuses. Like you didn't defend well. Like why are you standing all the way at the three point line? And like you should be up on him." So I don't know. We'll see. Like if he turns up, good for him. Like maybe he's actually been doing well this season. But I don't think that like over time he's been like very bad but on the western conference standings bro jazz and the suns are number one and two and they're only separated by one game bro the suns chris paul does not get enough credit for what he does man chris paul is hated for by so many people right yeah like do you think do you think the suns would be in this position without chris paul i don't think so because i think he had he has a big part to be in it like he's he has a big part that of their success but i think the like based on what they did in the bubble, what the Suns did in the bubble was like 
they went undefeated, right? So I think they still they had that confidence and they gained the confidence from the bubble. And then adding Chris Paul of like a leader and a such a good point guard and like a high caliber like point guard, like a future Hall of Famer, of course, I think definitely elevated their game more. And like it took a lot of weight off Devin Booker's shoulders. Yo, for sure, bro. Chris Paul. He is so underrated. Like, this guy gets hated. Like, a lot of people are like, this guy's not even a top five point guard in the league right now. Like, are you stupid? Like, bro, this guy has consistently gone from team to team to team and always elevated them. Like, he's always doing well. Ever since, like, the Clippers, when he was back on the Clippers, he got a lot of hate because he wasn't able to do anything with that team. But the thing was, there was a lot of chemistry issues and there was a lot of off-the-court issues. Like, the team didn't gel together. And if you see what's happening right now with Chris Paul, whenever he's on a team that appreciates him being there and they and they gel together and they mm. like his style of playing like his leadership they work out originally in houston when he got there they were up three games to two on golden state with kd before he got injured yeah. and then they lost injury right yeah his injury if yeah. if he didn't get injured the in 2018 the, the rockets probably would have made the finals in all honesty that's what everybody was saying they might have even won the championship they might have even no 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 I, there's no way the rockets would be in the, those calves mm. actually yeah, it would have been a good it, series. It would have been yeah. a good series, but bro, LeBron in the finals, I have no, I have no like worry that this guy's gonna pop off. He's really good in the finals, man. But I feel like people, based on like the the whole like matchup situation, it might have been a whole different game. It would have been, but like I feel like yo James Harden would have not probably showed up because James Harden does not show up well in the playoffs. But yeah. Chris Paul would have showed up, man. And LeBron, you already know, he would have been excited, man. If he didn't have to see the Warriors in 2018 with that shit Cavs mm. team, he would have been so happy. But, man, yeah, that's NBA history, difference. man. You never know what would have happened. Chris Paul could have already been a champion. But And I then he went to OKC. I as a championship, though. Oh, dude, I do too, man. He deserves one for sure. And, like, in OKC, like, this guy got traded from Houston to OKC. Everyone's like, yo, he, like, OKC, it's dead. You know, like, he's just going oh, he to go off to the die. Bro, up. he made that team into a playoff team. Got them to the sixth seed and got some playoffs. And they probably would have been, and they took Houston to seven games, I'm pretty sure, in the Bro, that, that game was, I mean, that team was awful. The team was awful, but he took them to the playoffs and almost on almost got them to the second round. How many of those players can we name on the top of our head, like our minds right now? Like no one, like Shea Gilgos Alexander. No, he wasn't even there. Yeah, that's the only guy, that's the only guy I can think of to be honest. On that yeah, team. that's the only person I can think of, like Stephen Adams. Yeah, Stephen Adams and Shea. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So like that really shows that really means something, and he definitely needs to be like they even have uh, his name in like MVP chance now. I think honestly, I think he should deserve it. His team is second in the okay. What what are the what are the, the first now? Second, second right now. Forty, they're forty-eight and nine. They're uh, the Jazz are number one. Jazz but they could easily, first? Okay. Yeah, yeah, but they could easily take. It's like a one-game one difference. It's a one-game difference. Yo, what are the criteria for MVP? All right. Besides the massive numbers, it's team success, which is why. Because right now, a lot of people are saying Steph Curry should be MVP, but he can't win it because his team is too low. Yeah. It's the eighth spot, right? Between so right now it's between Joel Embiid and uh, Jokic, Jokic yeah. which I think Jokic should get it because he has a harder time because he has no Jamal Murray. Yeah. Jamal Murray is injured, so I think he should win it. It's like Chris Paul should definitely be in that. Like his numbers aren't like great. I think it's only like a 17, 18 points, but it's and like a couple assists. But mm. bro, the impact this man has had on this Phoenix Sun squad like speaks to how like how much he should get it. And like it's not even like odd for a player not to get crazy stats and win because Steve Nash won two MVPs and not having crazy stats, one over Shaq and then one over Kobe, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. 
So it happens. Like, I really think he, he should be in consideration. If he doesn't win, I'll be okay with it. But he does deserve to be in the conversation. And if he were to win it, I wouldn't even be like, yo, that was just like a scam. There's no way he should have won that. Like, come on. You got to give this guy respect. I don't know why a lot of people just hate on him. Take Chris Paul out of the equation because a lot of people have only been talking about Jokic and Embiid. Who would you choose between Jokic, Jokic and Jokic for sure. Jokic is, in, Jokic is in the West and he played without Jamal Murray and he, st- mm-hmm. and he has his team fourth in the West. Okay, he's in the West. Um... Uh, and Embiid only has three more wins than Jokic. He has 47 wins, and He's the Nuggets have 44. Yeah, the the point guard thing, bro. If you put, if you have Chris Paul, Chris Paul's been doing this all in the West, man. He's always been yeah. in the Western Conference. If he goes to the East, if the Suns team were in the East, bro, they would they they would be the they would be number one in the East right now. There were originally rumors that he was going to go to Milwaukee before he even went to Phoenix. Oh, Milwaukee would have been so good too for him. Yeah. Yeah, but so yeah, that man. could have been the difference. Like, if he would have been in the East, I feel like MVP, like, he might have been top three. And, like, oh, for sure, no, for sure. No question. No question. This guy just gets so much hate, man. And honestly, like, I don't like to see it. Yeah, it's competitive. Like, he's there, like, defensively. Like, he's come, like, is Russell Westbrook really that defensively strong? Not really. Not really. But Chris Paul is small, but Chris Paul does what he can with his size, you know? He's won. Yeah. He's been on the all-defense team multiple times as a point guard. Being six foot tall, man, he plays defense. Yeah, facts. he tries. Yeah, and Phoenix hasn't made. Phoenix hasn't been the number one seed since what two thousand seven, I think. Yeah, when they had Steve Nash. Yeah. So a long time. Ago. And they haven't been in the playoffs in a long ass time too. Probably yeah. since somewhere in two thousand, like early two thousands. I definitely feel like the team deserves it though. Oh, they do. They do. Man, I'm just excited for the playoffs, man. I'm right. I, I know Devin Booker's gonna go off, man. This is the chance he's been waiting for, man. First time he's gonna be in the playoffs. The bubble, he showed that yo, this guy's ready to be in the playoffs. He's ready to make a run. And honestly, yeah. I think the Suns could probably make one. Yeah. So that's the rundown of, of the, the season as of right now. Yeah. I think pretty much leading up to the playoffs. We'll probably make another one. Oh, for, right before like yeah, when the playoffs start. At the end of the or season. even when they finish, like midway through the playoffs, maybe and just to see yeah. how things, yeah, pan out. Yeah, for sure. Let's uh, quickly wrap it up here. Uh, let's just quick question of the day. Uh, what is who is your pick to win the championship this year? Oh, I, I gotta ride it out with my uh, my day one uh, Lakers. Okay. Okay. Provided huh. ev- provided everyone stays healthy. If they don't stay healthy, then. Interesting pick. Interesting pick. Okay. I okay. would say I don't want to say Brooklyn because I told you they only played seven games together. So, yeah. uh, as much as I hate to say this, we Clippers. Ooh. Okay. I don't know if you really want to say that. Does that make you a bandwagon now? Or like? No, no, no. I'm not saying I, I don't want to support them. Like I, I don't want them to win, but I think I think they probably like. I think if the Lakers aren't in the playoffs, it it's uh for the for the West. I think it's. The Clippers like easily for the win. Like they should be able to take that. They should be able to take the dub and come out of the West. If they don't, it's just a big L for them. They just kind of know. And against and against Mm -hmm. Nets, I think it's a really good matchup for them. But I don't trust Paul George. So mm, actually, damn, I'm trying to. I'm talking myself out of it. All right, yeah, screw it, Nets. If if Lakers aren't healthy, if Lakers aren't healthy, then Nets. Yeah. I guess. uh, All okay. If you're gonna go one Lakers pick. As your team, I'll go Celtics. My pick. I don't know. That's going to be a really long shot. I think they still have a couple more years they need. Uh, certain players they need, but that's my pick. Gotta ride and die with the Celtics. And then if the realistic pick, I would probably say, hmm, let's go on a swinger here. I'm gonna go Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to see how it all pans out. 
And yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, this is the Six O Drop Podcast. I'm William. I'm Knoll. See you every Monday and Friday. Peace out, guys. Peace.